Well, welcome again to the Better Today Than Yesterday podcast, where we help you basically live your life being better today than you were yesterday, better tomorrow than today, and better is more like Jesus. And this week, uh, this is part two of our podcast. We're talking about intentionality, being intentional. Yesterday, we talked about what intent, last time, I say yesterday, last time we talked about what being Seems in- so far away. away. We talked about what being intentional was and how it worked. This time we're talking about how do we do that? I mean, how do we go about, Scott? How do you go about, what are the steps to going about being intentional in life? Because <laughs> it goes back to decision making. Yeah. And the, the thing is, you are responsible for you. Mm-hmm. You have to take responsibility for you. Now, there's a lots of people that will help you. Yeah. There's a lots of things that can help you, mm-hmm. books you can read, systems you can do. Mm-hmm. But you have to take responsibility for you. I think it's Shakespeare who said, to thine own self be true. Mm-hmm. And that part of that piece of self-awareness, mm-hmm. this is what I do, this is how I do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm personally going through kind of a big change uh, in, in life, um, just in vocation and thought and process. I'm moving from the guy who did to the guy who coaches. Mm-hmm. And that's been kind of a fun adventure, and it's what my adventure has been with you. Yeah, The guy who did to the guy who coaches. Mm-hmm. And so in making that shift, it's been kind of fun. But I have to understand my value is not found in what I do. Mm-hmm. My value is found in to whom I belong. Correct. And I have to take responsibility mm-hmm. to God, to the gifts and the experiences. Mm-hmm. Now listen to that. To the experiences God's given me. God never wastes anything. No. And so the, the things that I've learned, I need to impart on, mm-hmm. pass on. Paul said that to Timothy, yeah. that we have to do this together. So I have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for who I am, what I'm doing, and that means that I'm going to have to be continuous in my practice, mm-hmm. disciplined in my motivation, and then disciplined in my process, in yeah. my system. Yeah. Let me talk about that real quick, Pastor Bart. Mm-hmm. That um, you think about your quiet time. Think about reading your Bible and mm-hmm. praying and journaling and whatever mm-hmm. else you do to feel spiritually connected. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think, I'm doing this so God will be happy with me, Mm -hmm. so God would love me more, so I could feel more intimate and close to Jesus. Now, none of those things are bad. And the intimacy with Jesus is hugely important. Mm -hmm. But the reason I need to read my Bible and pray and journal and do those things, because I don't need to be a jerk. In yeah. what happens in when God works in my character, I become a blessing to Tara and my kids yeah. and to people I work with because I'm in his word and his word is shaping me. Now, I feel his presence, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but the bottom line is relationships and how it makes me my life rich mm-hmm. and how I can be an enricher mm-hmm. to others as opposed to a parasitical, <laughs> you know, uh, bull on the backside of humanity. My, uh, my... Sorry, my my my, my father in law said, you know, don't be a pod person. I said, what's a pod person? Well, pod person said, you know, like the old sci fi movies is the person that comes up and they go, they stick a thing in you and just they just suck the life yes. out of you. Yeah. He said, don't be a pod person. Take responsibility for yourself. Take responsibility for your actions. You know, um, and like we said, be more like Christ. I mean, that's that's the whole point of reading your scripture, being with other people, being with other believers. Is so many times we learn from. We learn from osmosis, so to speak. We learn from best practices. We listening the, and learning, listening yeah. and learning, and the reading. Pe- the and, people that we're yeah. that we're around, we they rub off. And that's on why us. we're doing this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, this past week, you had someone come and complain about something. Oh, yeah. that happened fifteen years, years ago. ago. Oh my god! And it was so benign and stupid. Mm-hmm. But they've been harboring this garbage. 
for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. that's why one of the sermons this week we're going to talk about forgiveness and letting go of those things, you know. But, you know, it, it, it's one of those deals where it's projected. And you got most of the time it's something's going on. When somebody does that, it's usually there's something going on in their life and they're projecting everything else on, on everybody or else. Or looking for an excuse or, yes, to exa- not take responsibility. Exactly. Yeah, because of this this hurt or this wrong yeah. or whatever, yeah. I'm gonna get stuck there emotionally and relationally yeah. and spiritually. That uh, that it just it just makes a mess of my life. Yeah, and you've got to take responsibility. I mean, I hear so many people. It's like, oh, well, when I was a kid, my parents did this, and it's like, no, no, no. If you know they did that, then <laughs> then then you know they Don't did do that. It. Then then you're responsible for making the changes. Or well, my teachers didn't like me. My my coaches. Didn't do right. My boss doesn't listen to me. Well, you, if you know these things, then you have an opportunity to take responsibility and make changes. The other thing I see people is like they fail something. They try something and it doesn't work. And so it's like, well, I'm a failure. I can't do this. I can't do that. You have to realize failure is an event, not a person. And if you look back at, at some of the great people throughout history, I mean, Abraham Lincoln to, to Michael Jordan, I mean, you know, the number of shots that Michael Jordan took and missed, the number of times that Abe Lincoln ran for office and lost, uh, the number of times, you know, they jokingly say that Edison tried different filaments and gases in the light bulb before, yeah, before found the right combination. I guess he finally saw the light. He saw the light. (laughs) But failure is not a person. It is an event, and it's only a failure if you don't learn from it. But the bottom line is being intentional, it's a constant practice. I mean, it's something we've got to to practice on a daily basis. And so, like I said, what are some of the steps we got to take to well, do you, that? You have to have a goal in mind. Okay? That's exactly. If you don't have a destiny, you don't have a you don't have a goal. Mm-hmm. I'd say this I'm gonna get in so much trouble because with Tara listens to this. Oh gosh. She'll often walk out of a store mm-hmm. and get about 15, 20 yards in front of me, turn around and says, Where are we parked? And I always say this. I shouldn't, but I always say this. If you don't know where you're going, please don't lead. <laughs> it never works well. No, it does So I not. should learn from my stupidity. But when you don't have a goal, mm-hmm. you wander around aimlessly. It, it says that without vision, the people they perish. perish yep. Actually, it says in the Hebrew, they cast off restraint. Mm-hmm. They cast off restraint. How many times in organizations and in families – do we see no goals? No. And there's no restraint? No. No restraint. So no. if our goal is for our family to be more loving and honorable with our words and our deeds, mm-hmm. then we should have a practice that leads us to more honorable words and deeds. Mm-hmm. A system that leads us to more honorable words and deeds. If our goal is to be financially independent, then we should have a system that leads us away from debt mm-hmm. and leads us into to fullness and have an attitude of plenty as opposed to scarcity. Yeah. You know, we have these goals. If my goal is to be closer to Tara, I probably need to stop making wise <laughs> I was going to say, don't let her listen to the podcast. Yeah, uh. <laughs> you know, wise comments about her, her leading or not leading. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the thing is that I need to have a goal to be more loving and understanding mm-hmm. with her and to help with our communication and, and be honoring to her even when I'm aggravated. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, you've got if you have a goal and you want to see something happen in your life, like that, you've got to take those steps to make it happen. I had a friend of mine one time who he told me he he, he was Catholic and he was in his, his late forties at this point, never been married, and he was telling me he said, you know, I just I just want to find a good Catholic girl. I'm just looking for a good Catholic girl. I want to find a good Catholic girl. And I asked, I said, bro, when was the last time you went to mass? 
and he paused. Uh, I said, where do you spend most of your weekends? At the bars. I said, okay, so if I'm going to go deer hunting, okay, do I literally go to downtown Houston and sit in the park in downtown Houston with my deer rifle to try to get a deer? He goes, well, no, there's no deer there. I said, exactly. I said, if, if, if you're looking for a good Catholic girl, where good Catholic girl's going to be? Probably mass on Sunday. That's where you need to go. You know, we do that. We set a goal. I want to have this happen in my life. You know, I want to I want to be a musician. I, I want to, to get out of debt. I want to, you know, I want to raise my kids better. I want whatever it is, whatever that goal is. It's like, okay, that's a great goal to have. And you talk about wanting those things. But what specifically are you doing? What steps are you taking? How are you being intentional about making what you want, making your dream become a reality? Uh, what are you doing? What, what should, should you, you be, be doing? doing? Yeah, that great question of the soul. Yeah, that, that's the next thing is practicing mindfulness, being mindful about what you're doing. What should you be doing? Being being present in every moment. You know, because that's no, just, that's so it, hard to do. It, and it is. It is so hard to do. But at the same time. If we're not careful, because I'll, I'll do that. It's like I'll get at the end of the day, and it's like I'll have some goals or whatever, and then I'll get sidetracked. And at the end of the day, you Molly. Sidetracked? What do you get sidetracked by? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, oh, I they, just got a, I got a, something you, here I need to check. You got a text? Can I check that text? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. look at these houses they yeah. sent to me. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, <laughs> these things right here are terrible. My wife, actually, okay, she's named my phone Gertrude. She calls it my other girlfriend. Oh yes, not good. Uh, not good. And so, is that what's broken? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I think she smashed it a few times. No, she has it. But no, it's a running joke because she will come in and I will talk about the things that I need to get done, or the things I want to get done, or the things that are on my list to accomplish. And she'll come in and she'll go, uh, you know, what did you do today? I did this, this, but I still haven't done this, this, and this. And she goes, you realize you've been sitting in that chair on your phone for half an hour. You and you, you you're having you're having a date with Gertrude right now, and it's like, you know, you just like, you know, we can do that all those types of things without even thinking about it. Well, I use the excuse that you know the games on my phone help me to be more creative, and actually, what they do is just they burn time. I tell Molly that it's like, well, what do you, well, I'm reading an article because I'm getting sermon illustrations. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting and, and motivated. There, and there are times that yes, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I've got many a sermon illustration from reading articles and stuff or whatever, but you know, but. Uh, you know, checking out eBay and and checking email and all that stuff isn't really uh, and Astros tickets and Astros tickets and everything. Yeah, it really isn't. Uh, yeah, you know, getting not, getting and, things. And I'm obsessed with real estate, so I keep looking for houses I cannot afford <laughs> or places where I shouldn't live. So it's it's all about the distractions yes. of of life, and then limiting distractions. But then there's good distractions mm-hmm. that keep you from the great things you mm-hmm. need to do. You know, what is good and what is great. And those are really hard to determine because, well, it's a good thing, it's a good thing, good thing, but is it keeping you from doing the great things? That, that's exactly I mean, uh, we get so bogged down with the good things. I even say that in ministry. I've, I've had people go, man, you know, I don't feel close to God. What are you doing? Well, I'm doing this, 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 and this. I said, okay, yeah, you're doing a lot of good things, but all these good things are keeping you from great things. That's what even Satan, you know, Satan doesn't most of the time distract us with bad stuff. I mean, so many times in the church, we get distracted with good things, but so many times the good things keep us from accomplishing the great things. So many times we're doing so much for God that we're not spending time with, with God. God. But the other thing, my father always used to say this too. He said, you know, you can be the best at one thing. 
I mean, you can pick that one thing. I'm going to be the best at this one thing. You can be good at two or three things, or you can just do a lot of things. Mm. And they're, that's, they're the that's, difference. That's, that's a good word. Yeah. Because uh, you get caught up in what's good and what's great. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, th- I think about that a lot. And then what am I really gifted at doing, especially in this season of life? Mm-hmm. What am I gifted at doing and what should I be doing mm-hmm. to invest my life in the right way systematically? Um, so what I've done lately is I've decided that I'm going to pour more personal time into people that I'm going to gather guys mm-hmm. together instead of looking for the big stage, which has been my my forte in yeah. the past, mm-hmm. that I'm going to look for those personal contacts with relationship with guys that probably have a greater impact than me pontificating on stage for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes it starts making that difference in my life. And you know what I found? Mm-hmm. My heart gets warmer. I get more open to what's going on with them and care about them, and my heart gets warmer. Now, if God wants me to put me back in this other platform, he'll do that yeah. as he as He desires. Mm-hmm. But I have to be intentionally about saying, okay, what do I need to do to invest? Invest into my son today. Just told him he was proud. He choked up and started crying, you know, and because I'm really proud of him. He's he's moving forward in life in a trajectory that makes me really proud of him, and, and he needs to hear that from his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all need to hear that. Oh, yeah. You no, know, the encouragement We factor. all need our cheerleaders. I mean, we all need cheerleaders in our lives. We need those people around us to to help build us up and, and encourage us. And that's why being part of a church is important. That's why being part of small groups and things are important. Part of a team. Being part of a team is important. because Even in your you, workplace yeah, to you, say that if you get more – if you stop competing mm-hmm. with one another mm-hmm. and start competing with each other, mm-hmm. you might find yourself finding more joy and more mm-hmm. hope and more productivity mm-hmm. because you're doing life together as a team. Now think about this. Prioritize your time. Mm-hmm. What are the time vampires that suck the life out of you? What are the things mm-hmm. that do? And of course, we talked about the phone, the phones, which yeah. is a big distraction. TV can be a big distraction. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with either one of those no. things. There's nothing wrong with those things. Uh, but what are the, and then there's people that'll come along that'll suck the life out of mm-hmm. you, like you talked about the pod people. Mm-hmm. But how do I prioritize my time? Now I'm had to make a decision. Recently, in fact, it was yesterday. Uh, guy said, "Hey, I want to come do some stuff at your house," and I said, "Great, come after lunch because I do. I'm writing right now. I'm writing uh, things for men's curriculum. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did Jesus say to men? About 24 sessions of them, and those things don't just—they don't just happen. No, you know, no. you got to write them, and it takes time. It takes a lot of work, and so I'm writing that right now. I said, "Come after lunch because my most productive time is in the morning." But it seems like if I'm going to get hijacked in time, it's going to happen in the morning mm-hmm. in my most productive time. In the afternoon, I want to take a nap. Yeah. That's just kind of the way it is. I'm old. Yeah. But the whole process of saying, how do I make sure I'm doing the right thing? Now, how did I know the morning's the right time? Experience. Mm-hmm. Years yep. of experience. Yep. I, I remember when we were at Parkway, you probably remember this, mm. that you didn't mess with me on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday mornings because yep. I would be studying. Yep. I'd be reading and studying and writing and yep. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I counsel on Tuesday afternoons and Thursday afternoons. Thursday uh, mornings were meetings and playtime and things like that. Yep. Um, Friday was off. So it was all about what fits our rhythm yeah. the best and prioritize our time. And I think the best way we can prioritize our time is learning how to say no oh. to things. That, you know, that, that little word means so much. We've got to learn how to say no because you can't say yes to everything. 
And if you try to say yes to everything, if you try to please everybody by saying yes, you're never going to accomplish anything. You're never going to get anything you're done. You're never going to get the great things done for sure. No, so what not. are uh, and then that goes into delegation. What are you doing that somebody else could do? Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about this right now because I, I take care of my own yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, weed eat, I grab, cut the grass, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, okay, should I give that to someone else to do, pay them a little money mm-hmm. to get them to do that, or is this what I should do? And here's, here's my thinking process on it. I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara likes for me to be active Mm -hmm. even though it's in the sweltering heat hot as the devil's backside here in texas right now weed eating and so forth so on all that so i have to make a decision and the decision is okay that's going to fit in the rhythm of my life i'm going to cut my grass and weed eat because i'm going to take physical exercise Mm -hmm. distraction of doing mindless things that hopefully i can be creative but then there's some other things that i have to give up Mm -hmm. that i have to surrender to say no to. Uh, sometimes I have to say no to being on boards, you know, uh, boards of directors and, mm-hmm. and nonprofits. Sometimes I have to say no to consulting and, and coaching or, or not answer the phone because yeah. of the, the power to say no. Mm-hmm. I'm a yes guy. I don't like to say no. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for and me. And when you're a people pleaser and when you do what we do, we want to be with people. I mean, that, that's my hardest thing is that if somebody calls and says, can you be this? Can we meet? Can we... My first instinct is to say yes because I want to be with people. I want to help people, but I realize at times that you know you, there are times that I've actually had things overlapping because I said yes to too many people and and what, considering how much time was going to spend with each one of them, and then it's yeah we, we've got this time together, but I can only give you forty five minutes because I said yes to this and yes to this. But see, but that's setting done. the boundaries of of a time allotment. Mm-hmm. That you have this, yes, I can give you 20 minutes, I can give you 30 yeah. minutes, I can give you an hour. I can't give you more than that. And then holding fast to those boundaries yeah. that keep people from manipulating or becoming time vampires. I got caught in one of those situations yesterday mm-hmm. that I couldn't get away because it was spontaneous, it was interruption. Somebody just came into the den of iniquity with, with Skip and I, and it just time left me, and I missed another engagement yeah. because of that. I got a last minute text wanting me to sing the national anthem. At a baseball game, mm. you know, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it because there's too much boundaries, mm. setting limits, saying no, mm. what you should be doing, and giving up, and and it's all a process. And I wish I could say yeah. these are the things you ought to do. But yeah, well, and I think you aren't. And I think one of the main things to do is what I've always referred to, many people refer to as best practices. Surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do that have accomplished what you want to accomplish best way that they've been there done that got the t-shirt and they've already worn it out you know i mean if you, oh, you're referring to me now <laughs> hawaiian shirts hawaiian shirts yeah but you know i mean if you want to get out of debt find somebody that's financially set and and go talk with or them. take dave ramsey's or take course. dave ramsey yeah. course who's done it if you want to well if there's a type of business you want to do like being a electrician or accounting or a craft thing or a frame place or a painting company or whatever or relationships read and and get in a small group and and learn together read the bible with other people those kind of insights are are just what grows you Mm -hmm. to be around supportive people now if you have someone in your life that is not supportive Mm -hmm. if you're not related to them cut them out of your life yeah if you are related to them limit your exposure to them as much as possible. As much as possible. Yeah. Negative, critical people will destroy your heart. No, and, and we have to. There's a balance there sometimes because it's like you know, 
I had one person one time who was like, you know, he, he had this whole plan he laid out and I'm just going to say it was stupid. I mean, you know, it was, it was how much debt he was going to get into with vehicles and college and all this, that then he's going to get this degree and he'd get a job. And, and then when he got the job, then he'd be able to pay this back and this. And it's like, like, dude, dude the field you want to go into, I mean, you know, does it make that does not make that kind of money. You know, and you can do that. And he's like, well, you're just killing my dream. You're just being a downer. You're being negative. I'm like, I'm not being negative. I'm talking from experience. And, you know, you can't out, you can't out math your stupidity. You know, math, math, you know, math is, math is a hard fact. You, you know, you can't argue with the math. And so he kind of cut me out for a while. And you got to watch that because there are people in your life that you, you know, that you trust, that they're there for you, they encourage you, whose advice you want to take to, that can help you from making some of those mistakes. But by sometimes telling you no or telling you that's not a smart thing to do, but it's not how it's how they're doing it. It's if if they come at you going, you know, that might not be the wisest choice. Here could be some of the downfalls. Here's some things you need to watch out for. That's somebody that's giving you advice, lifting you up. That's the type of person that's trying to help you be better today than you were yesterday. If they just look at you and go, that's stupid. Why would any idiot do it? Any idiot do anything like that? That might be a negative critical yeah, that, person. That, you might, might, that might you stop might, the conversation. That might, yeah. You might need to distance yourself from. Well, so. I think the last thing is that if you're going to be a leader, and everyone that's listening to this podcast is a leader, yes. you lead yourself if nothing else. Mm-hmm. you got to continuously learn. Mm-hmm. Continuously learn. You learn a lot of different ways. You learn from experience. It means borrowing uh, wisdom from other people. Mm-hmm. You you learn from um, you learn from reading and in seminars. In fact, I've learned more in seminars than I did in seminary. Yeah, just saying. Mm-hmm. And so you learn by putting yourself in that constant learning uh, environment, listening to podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. and I learn a lot from them. Uh, and I can you know, provide a list of those for you, the, the ones I really enjoy. Yeah. Carrie Newoff is one of them. I Carrie love Newhoff. listening. Carrie Newoff is, is just incredible. love listening to Carrie. Oh yeah, and his insights about the church. Mm-hmm. So. I think those things will be helpful. Yeah. And as we pursue those things, yeah. we can be better today than Yeah. Yesterday. I think I think we've got to remember that being intentional is it's it's a it's a it's a continuous journey. It's yeah. not a day to day it's it, well it is a day to day thing. It's not something you do one day and then you're done with it, you know. You've got to take small steps as you go each day to be more intentional. And I think the key is again, be mindful of your choices, uh always align work to align them with your values and the purposes and your goals. And if you do that, then I think you will find yourself on the road to being better today than you were yesterday, better tomorrow than today, and better is Scott. More like Jesus. We'll see you next time.